If you're a veteran or military spouse of early stage startup or small business and feel like you're making it up as you go, then you've come to the right place. Welcome to The Transition, where we demystify the entrepreneur experience for veterans and military spouses who've already made or looking to make the transition from the military into entrepreneurship. I'm your host, Iron Mike Stedman, the voice of The Bunker. I'm a Marine Corps veteran, social entrepreneur, and member of the Bunker Lives branding team. In the following episode of The Transition, I sit down with Army veteran Dr. Paris Love, an organizational and productivity coach that helps overwhelmed professionals break through the barriers, keeping them disorganized, disoriented, and dissatisfied with their life, business, and career. Paris started her entrepreneurial journey over 19 years ago, and although I've had an opportunity to teach her marketing and branding during the Breaking Barriers and Entrepreneurship Workshop series, in reality, she should have been teaching me with that much experience. I had a chance to interview Paris in person at the Bunker Labs Ambassador Fly-In down in Austin, Texas. And on the show, she opens up about her entrepreneurial journey and why she enjoys helping others declutter their life. Paris is a Bunker Labs OG, having participated in the Veterans and Residents, Breaking Barriers and Entrepreneurship Workshop Series, and now the Ambassador Program. She represents the reason why Bunker Labs exists. Before you hear from Paris and I, make sure you subscribe to the Transition Newsletter at the link in the show notes. I send out a newsletter at least once a week sharing the latest episode of The Transition. And if there's a topic you'd like me to cover on the show or in the newsletter, feel free to shoot me an email at mike.stedman at bunkerlabs.org. Applications are open for Bunker Labs' Veterans and Residents Program from March 1st through March 31st for the July 2022 cohort. Veterans and Residents is a six-month startup incubator that provides veterans and military spouses with community and a national business network full of resources to grow their business. You can apply for veterans and residents at the link in the show notes. If you're having trouble converting your prospects into paying customers, check out last week's newsletter entitled How to Convert Warm Prospects into Paying Customers. I also recorded a video for you, which you can view in the show notes. And lastly, I'd like to salute all the amazing women in the Bunker Lab ecosystem as we continue to celebrate Women's History Month. This episode of The Transition is brought to you by MetLife Foundation and their commitment to supporting veteran and military spouse entrepreneurs. In addition, the foundation also provides mentorship and financial health resources to veterans and military spouses transitioning into the workforce. As always, I hope you enjoyed today's show and that accelerates you on your own entrepreneurial journey. Paris. I should say, I can't even say welcome to the bunker because you've been in the bunker probably just as long as I have. This is my second interview down here at the Ambassador Fly-In in Austin, Texas. I saw Paris here. And the, the cool thing is me and you have seen each other on the Entrepreneur Workshop Series. We've probably passed each other online at some point. And so it's, it's pretty cool to actually get to hang out and meet each other in person. I know. I'm excited. I'm excited too. So... Introduce yourself to our listeners. Tell them about what you what you got going on, who you are, and uh, we'll start talking more about your venture. Awesome. So I am Dr. Paris Love. I work with overextended professionals, helping them overcome the barriers that are keeping them disorganized, dissatisfied, and discontent in their business, life, or career. Basically, I help you do the things that you talk about, but never get around to doing. How long have you been doing that for? 35 years, and I've had my business for 19 19 years? Yes, I'm 25. She's 25. Yeah, I'm 25. What made you start uh, doing that? So I have a special needs child, and he was at the doctor's office, psychiatrist, and I'm organizing his bookcase, 
And his doctor said, you know, it's not normal to go to other people's homes and organize your stuff, especially their office. He said, you have obsessive compulsive disorder. I'm like, oh, my goodness. That's one of the things that my son has, OCD. And so I started doing additional research on obsessive compulsive disorder because I was like, I must be weird. Something's wrong with me. And I discovered the National Association of Professional Organizers. And I thought, wait a minute. I'm not weird. There are other people like me. And then the light bulb went off. They get paid to do this? So I actually turned my OCD, my session to have order and things, you know, in their place into a business. 19 years ago. Yes. So one of the things we do on this show is we take off our armor and we get vulnerable. Okay. So as a 19-year entrepreneur that survived, what, two recessions? I don't two, know. Two recessions and a pandemic. Two recessions and a pandemic. What's something you're struggling with? As an entrepreneur in your personal or professional life currently? One thing that I'm struggling with is hiring the right person, the right people, finding my mini-me. Finding your clone. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Hiring is always a challenge, especially as you grow and scale. How many people on your team now? So I have five people on my team, um, but they are work in various areas, like from assistant to um, graphic designer, interior designer. And then we just hired someone in the DMV area to be the organizing assistant. And where are you based out of currently? Nashville. Nashville, Tennessee. Got it. Yeah, no, hiring is real. You know, one of the things that uh, I've been telling people is this Dan Sullivan book, Who Not How, and finding like people that are the right fit. Because a lot of times as small business owners and entrepreneurs in general, you know, we try to focus on doing so much ourselves instead of finding, like, who can do this for us and, like, what are the traits we're looking for. And then the other thing, too, especially for small businesses, it, your business really is like a family. So you've got to be careful about who you invite in, the culture, are they a good fit? So I can understand the challenges that that brings, you know, when you start dealing with like stress-free productivity, especially when people are dealing with, like you said, similar to yourself, where they're having to maintain a home and be a caregiver or dealing with children, et cetera. Mm -hmm. And it's a lot of vulnerability with what I do. And adults are embarrassed to say, you know what? I don't know how to organize. I don't know how to manage my time. Like I have a family, like everything's coming at me at once and I don't know what to do. And so a lot of times that's being vulnerable to say, I need help. Because I don't know how to do this. But also, we live what we learn. So if our parents or grandparents didn't have these skills, we just pass whatever skills they had down. So if they were disorganized before, you're going to be disorganized as well. And it's no, it's not to be embarrassed by it, but it's really saying, you know what, I know this is how we used to do it. That's not how we're going to continue to do it. And learning how to do something different. Absolutely. So, again, we're down here at this Ambassador Flying. We've got to acknowledge what brought us here today. Bunker Labs, a national network of veteran and military spouse entrepreneurs dedicated to helping the military connect community start their own business. Paris, talk to us about when you first got exposed to Bunker Labs and how impactful it's been as you've grown your own business and network. So I did 20 Bravo. And interesting enough, before I did the cohort, I was online and I saw Bunker Labs, but somehow I thought maybe it wasn't for me. Don't ask me why I thought that. <laughs> so I was like, well, maybe it's not for me. And then you know how someone tells you something one time, you're like, oh, okay. The second time you start to listen, then you keep hearing it yeah. over and over again. 
And I thought, let me research it again. Like, I don't know why I thought it wasn't for me. And I started to research. I was like, I meet these criteria. I think this would be a really good opportunity, especially for veterans, because I'm an Army veteran whole. And when I got out of the military in 97, and a, a lot of the female veterans probably have this same experience, I was told, you are not a veteran. The VA is not for you. So you go on with life like, okay, I, yeah, I served in the military. Probably don't even tell people. And having a community of not only like-minded entrepreneurs, but other veterans. Because I was taught in the military to be, you know, be very aggressive. It was a male-dominated. That doesn't really create well into the civilian world. But being around individuals like me, we're like, you know what, I need you to do this. You're like, okay. Like, you get it. And right. so um, coming in and 20 Bravo, I did that cohort and I did 21 Alpha. And then they asked me to be ambassador. And I'm like, yes, yes. So I love being of service to other veterans and other entrepreneurs and telling them about my journey. Because a lot of times you see people in there now, you never see about that journey. How did they get from the, point A to point those B? Those 300 missing pages. You know, they write that book about, oh, yeah, how they built their first business. You're like, wait a minute. Where's this? There's 300 missing pages here. Mm -hmm. You didn't say that you were in the army or that you did this, et cetera. Mm -hmm. yeah. so what does it mean for you to be out here today at this ambassador flying? I love it. So we have, you know, we have a new cohort came in in January and it's really helping them scale and grow their business. And I like listening to the other ambassadors in other cities, like what's working for them, what hasn't worked, getting that information so I can bring back to my cohort, but also collaborating with them as well. Hearing you talk, I'm curious to pick your brain on this. I didn't even take into account how many veterans that are, like you said, that got out in the 90s, you know, and that there was no bunker lives for them back then. So, you know, we're having to pull them back into the fold. And so, like you said, the languaging and the messaging that might make sense to someone like myself, you know, that got out in 2015, you know, it's a lot different when people got out in like the early 90s, et cetera. So we do have all these other veterans out there. Some are older, you know, some are still young, you know, those e-dogs that are just transitioning but how do we make this a more inclusive environment so that they can say hey this is home for me mm -hmm. this is for mm -hmm. me mm -hmm. and I think one way as an ambassador we're going out to the community to get community partners and letting people know you know I was in the military this is my branch of service because with me a lot of people don't even know I've been in the military because of that backlash that I had of like you're not a veteran you're not this and so when you start to tell people, like I was in, I was in Army, but if you say I was in the Air Force, I was in the Navy, people are like, oh, me too. Oh, my goodness, where was your MOS? Where were you stationed? And it brings up that dialogue, and then somewhere along the line, someone's going to say, what do you do right now? If you retired from the military, what did you do in your second career? And a lot of people go, oh, well, you know, I started this little bit. You did. You started a business. Have you heard about Bunker? Oh, I didn't hear about it. Oh, you got to come in. And so it, it opens up a lot of dialogue. Um, you know, a closed mouth does not get fed. Facts. Say it again. A closed mouth does not get fed. That's right. And so until we start to share, because um, I was brought, you know, you are to be seen and not heard. But if you ex start to tell people your experiences, good, better, and different, someone's out there probably had a similar experience and can help you along your journey. That's why it's great to have you on the show today because, you know, you can share this with your network and if you're listening 
and you are a veteran that got out, you know, um, in the late 90s or early 2000s, you know, hey, we're here. This is your home. This is your tribe. You know, the water's yeah. fine. Come on in. We're having fun. Come hang out. So, uh, yeah, make sure y'all are, you're, y'all are getting plugged into the Bunker Lab ecosystem. So, Paris, it's Dr. Paris Love. Yes. And I'm curious about your transition from the military into entrepreneurship and how this Ph.D. Uh, played in. You know, I'm one of them weird kids. <laughs> so transitioning out of the military for me was easy. And a lot of times people look at my background and go, how did you do that? I never thought that I couldn't do something. If it's something that I wanted, I just did it. I find the resources. I find the right people. So transition to me was easy. And getting my Ph.D., which was an interesting journey because I have four degrees prior so I like walked in like, I can got, you name them? Name your degrees. Go ahead. Um, first one's in fashion design. Yes, I went to a four year university, got a degree in fashion design. The second one's psychology with a um, minor in biology. I have an MBA and I have a master's in human resource management. My PhD is advanced studies in human behavior psychology. Where'd you get your MBA from? The Keller Graduate School of Management. Kellogg? Keller. Oh, Keller. Where's Keller? It's, um, I was in Atlanta, but they're, um, they're part of the Vi- the the Vrye University. Got you, the And then in the Army, what did you do? I had a very interesting, do you want to leave this room? Because I won't be able to tell you. I had a really cool MOS. So it was 83 Echo, which I hear doesn't exist anymore. So yeah. I think it's under military intelligence. Got it. So I was just, I was AIT, Fort Belvoir, Defense Mapping School. So have you ever seen those old movies where yep. you have the plane and the little torpedo comes out and little yeah. pimp? That's part of what I did. Got it. Under PSYOPs. And where are you from originally? Chicago. Really? Mm-hmm. So it makes sense why you got all those degrees. Military <laughs> intelligence people are always extra, yes. above and beyond. <laughs> so, okay, you get out of the military, and how did you become an entrepreneur? Um, I didn't really know I was an entrepreneur. Because remember, I would organize other people things. Like if you said, hey, Paris, I'm going to move. Can you come help? I'm like, Really? So I was the one coming to help. I'm having a party. I'm the one. I'm not the host. I'm like, you good? You good? Like, I'm that friend that everybody likes to have. We're going on the trip. I plan everything out. Have a spreadsheet. That was just me. That's my nature. And until the doctor was like, well, you have OCD, and it's not normal to do this, and here's some medicine. I'm like, eh, not taking medicine. I don't think anything's wrong with me. And then doing more research to realize nothing really is wrong with me. Other people need help. Need help. And they get paid to do this. So that transition, I was like, I can turn my OCD, this problem, into a business. And if you think about it, everything that we have is based on one person's dream, one person's entrepreneurial journey, everything that we have. And what's great about your business, you're so close to the problem. So I was listening to, uh, I read a newsletter, uh, Category Pirates, and one of the things it talks about is like product founder fit. Like, are you the right person for this problem? And the same thing with this guy named Jason Freed. He wrote a book called Rework, and he runs a company, 37 Signals, and it's this scratch-your-own-itch. And a lot of entrepreneurs, we end up trying to go target industries, which we have no experience in. We don't know the day-to-day problems. We're kind of posing. Like, they just see this as, like, a very profitable opportunity, but they don't bring any value. They don't, you know, their ears into the dirt in the space, and so it's a lot harder versus you you see the challenges. My mom was a special education teacher um, in Tyler, Texas, in Bryan College Station. So, you know, I understand the challenges that come with, with kids. 
Um, and so you have a son of your own and you understand, you know, he needs structure, he needs systems, et cetera, mm-hmm. helping people like myself come in and build systems, you know, because I even think about me, right? Like I'm hustling all day, every day. Right. Mm-hmm. So, you know, when am I eating dinner? When am I doing all this kind of stuff? When am I going to clean the house? You know, all that stuff just kind of builds up and someone like yourself comes in and gives them a package. Yes. You have to schedule it in because we schedule everything else in and we put ourselves on the back burner. I know I got to get people on. I'm actually going to do that this year. A lot more self-help, not necessarily self-help, but uh, um, I don't like to use the term self-help, self-care. You know, are we taking care of ourselves as entrepreneurs? Because, again, when you're printing money, business is booming. Yo, who's cooking dinner? Yep. You know, who's cleaning the house? Yep. You know, not all of us got, you know, not all of us are married and stuff yet. So we just be out there hustling. Well, look, so now that you brought that up, thank you. It's 168 hours in a week. 10% of that should be self-care. So that's 16.8 hours every single week, which is 2.4 hours every single day. I know people listen like, I don't have, I don't even have 20 minutes. Yes, you do. You get to define your self-care. You get to define what that is. But you have to do 2.4 hours every day. We do everything for everybody else, and we put ourselves on the back burner. Who's the most important person in this equation? You are. So we have to treat ourselves that way. This includes gym, reading, mm-hmm. meditating, all that stuff. All of that. If you want to take a bubble bath, if you want to sit in the room and just look at the wall, you get to define that self-care. Is it walking, gardening? If you want to go to the movies, do something different, but challenge yourself to do 2.48 hours every single day. And if that still gives people anxiety, start small. Can you do 30 minutes and work your way up? So I'm like, I'm listening to her talk. I'm like, I need to just let her come on here and record a solo episode on like self-care for entrepreneurs. I think she can do it. She'll crush it. I can. But currently the kind of entrepreneur, who do you serve? Like who's your customers? So there's, I call them overwhelmed professionals. Mm. So these are professional men and women that life has really got in the way or they have allowed life and other things to get in their way and they're overwhelmed and they need someone to come in to give them the structure, the systems and the processes. How do you get them to understand that this is something that they can pay for? Because again, they're like, Oh, my house is dirty. I'm stressed out, et cetera. Mm -hmm. I need help. But like, you know, there's that, what's the word I'm looking for? People always ask me, what's the one piece of advice you, you give yourself if you were younger? I would say forgiveness, you know, because a lot of times we feel guilty about things. You know, it's like, oh, I'm running this business, but I haven't cleaned my apartment in like the last three days or something. So, you know, that guilt of like, I'm supposed to do this, not like, oh, I can outsource someone to help me do this. Mm-hmm. How do you, you know, get them to say, hey, this is actually a service and there's value in what you know, this and what I offer. Yes. And a lot of times people don't know people like me exist because they think, oh, you're the cleaning lady. Nope, not the clean lady. So trying to wrap your mind around, oh, this is something that I should be able to do. Let me give you this point. If you were to break your leg, are you going to fix it? No. You're not? No. You sure? I don't got the expertise. Oh, there you go. Who are you going to go to? You got to go to a doctor. Exactly. So I'm that, I'm that, the person who has the expertise. If you were to, I don't know, chip your tooth, you're going to fix it? No. You're not? You sure? I'm sure. Oh, 
Okay. So if you need to do your financials on your business to see, you know, um, profit yeah, and loss. Yeah, you outsource it. Same thing. Oh, really? You outs- you're not going to do it yourself? Nope. You can learn QuickBooks, can't you? Yep. You, you, you can learn QuickBooks, but it's probably not the best use of your time. Ex- yep, there you go. The best use of your time. So what I do, I'm giving you back that time. I like that. So you can have self-care. So when you think about your BHAG, your big, hairy, audacious goal, right, where are you working towards? $1.5 million. So I, I want to be able to do that in one year, not over the course of my business. And I've tried to ascertain, have there been other organizers who have made a million in a year, not over the course of their time? And we can't figure that out. So I'm, I'm happy to be the first. So we're going to get you back on because I really do want you to do a podcast and it would be just you talking about entrepreneurial self-care and the stuff you've seen both from the ambassador. As an ambassador, I'm sure you deal with all the entrepreneurs in your ecosystem and then many of your clients. And, you know, this mental health is so important to all of us nowadays, right? We've been through a pandemic, y'all, inflation. We got all kinds of issues. People got uh, wives and husbands and kids. It's a lot. Life is hard. Mm -hmm. And so I also want to make this platform a place that gives people encouragement. And, you know, we take off our armor and talk about the stuff that a lot of people don't talk about. So I want to get you on to do that. But before we do, what piece of advice would you like to leave our listeners with? You know, we got veteran entrepreneurs and military spouses from all over the country, all over the world. What advice would you like to leave them with and words of encouragement as they continue on their own entrepreneurial journey? Mm -hmm. And also, how can we as a community support and elevate the work you're doing in your own company? So every a lot of what we do is mindset. We have created stories that we can't do something. So my um, encouragement and my ask is to change that mindset. If you want to do something, maybe you're thinking, I want to start a business. I don't know how. There are resources out there, a.k.a. Bunker Labs, <laughs> to help you start your business. Whatever it is that you want, there are people out there who can help you. You just have to open your mouth and ask for the help. And how can we help you? What I want you all, my ass is 2.4 hours every single day of self-care. And when you start to look at how you manage your time, if it does get overwhelming, contact me. Love it. And y'all heard that? I asked her. I was like, what can we do for you? And she gave, right? That's the power of the community. People are giving, you know, and you're probably like me that we put that positive energy into the universe. It comes back. Mm -hmm. I'll tell you. So I was coming from California and I got off the airplane. I was flying back into Newark and I left my laptop on the airplane, right? So I'm like scrambling, trying to get this laptop back, whatever. I'm calling the airline and, you know, they're, they're trying to find it, et cetera. And I was walking out of my apartment one night. There's a little like poke bowl place or plyo bowls. Mm-hmm. It's the Asaki bowl, acai bowl, whatever. And I'm coming out of a little restaurant, at uh, which is right by my house. And I see this guy out there in the cold. And he's the guy that does cars, right? Mm-hmm. So I've always seen him around town, washing cars, in the streets, whatever. People pay him. He pushes a little thing down. I said, you know what? I'm about to put some positive energy into the universe. Took out a little $20 bill. I walked up to him, and I just handed it to him. And he's like, bro, thank you so much, you know, because it was so unexpected, right? Like, he usually asks people, you know, when they're coming out of restaurants and things, if he can clean their car. But I was just like, you know what? I learned that from my mom, that Mm -hmm. just kind of positive energy. Mm -hmm. Sure enough, the next day, they found a laptop. So I went and got it. So putting that positive energy into the universe, even those of y'all that are tuning in, business ain't right. 
you know, life is hard, stuff ain't moving. Instead of having that negative mindset, telling yourself that things are going to be okay, you know, I tell myself I'm blessed, black, and highly favored, or that I'm a dope entrepreneur, speaking into existence and helping people, and let that be the currency that you build. So, uh, absolutely, I, I didn't mean to preach today, y'all. My apologies. But Paris got me in the mood. <laughs> I know. But uh, in all seriousness, Paris, where can we find you? How can people follow you? Um, I'm on all social media platforms as Dr. Paris Love or the Paris Love um, Productivity Institute.com. Love it. Yo, be sure to check those out. Make sure you also subscribe to the podcast and newsletter at the link in the show notes. I send out a newsletter at least once a week. So uh, make sure you're checking that in your inbox. If you want to connect with me, reach out to me on Instagram or LinkedIn at Iron Mike Stedman. And make sure y'all are heading over to BarkerLabs.org. We got programs that'll take you from idea to invoice, incubate you, and position you to go alongside other founders and CEOs. Until next week, peace, love, and shout out from Austin, Texas. <laughs>